Hey, hey, hey. How the heck is everybody out there? Are you all sunburned after yesterday and Friday? Just sunburned, sunburned. Uh, well, boy, I'll tell you. It's a hot one out there. Boy, am I glad there's not more humidity. You know, it's bad enough. But uh, so I say everybody, I got to, I believe the beaches and the rivers are probably, and the lakes are way over, what is that, populized? <laughs> Capacity. <laughs> Capacity, there you Maybe. go. Maybe. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah, hopefully everybody is, uh, you know, nobody's going to get hurt because there's going to be so many. But boy, I'll tell you, I had to go get feet at Marty's feet up at, uh, in uh, Elk River. Yeah. Uh, we got just north of we're taking Tanat, got, oh, what, three miles south of Elk River, and it comes to a rolling just, it took 20 minutes to get to Elk River. Oh, and you know okay. what? The, you know what the problem was? And I just, uh, our, our maintenance at, at its finest, there was a stoplight out in 10, and it was blinking oh. red. Okay, so yeah. everybody had to stop and roll, stop and roll, stop and roll. Yeah. It's like, hello, the busiest weekend, one of the busiest weekends, everybody yeah. going up north and 35E's, you know, uh, is like all scrapped yeah, up. and shut so, down yeah, and stuff, right. yeah. And so, but I'm just like, really? Somebody can't, and I looked as I rolled through the intersection. Right. I did stop. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I looked, and there was nobody working on the box or anything like that. And, huh. a, and a highway patrol guy yeah. went through. He was at a gas station, and he had a... He didn't know, even, like, stop to, like, help I, I, the I traffic. Mean, it, well, it would have been great if they would have had, you know, somebody there that couldn't get the lights going, you know, to direct traffic. But Yeah, I agree, because there was one um, kind of on a busier street over by my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And my mom and I, we went for just over about mm, probably 20-mile bike ride today. Oh, my. And- <laughs> way over my energy level (laughs) um but so we were coming up to the stoplight and it was out completely out not even blinking red and so you know when we're trying to bike across it yeah yeah, it's like okay guys like everyone like look look both ways and Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that and then on our bike ride we saw like so there was a fire that was over by medicine lake oh my and this car was at a stop stoplight, but and then this uh, fire truck was coming, and um, the light turned green for this car, and the car looked at the fire truck as it was about to go through, and just decided to go right in front of the fire truck. No, yeah, I mean, was nobody, there an accident? No, nobody. Oh, like the fire truck stopped, but I was like. My mom and I looked at each other and we're like, um, he physically looked at the fire truck with the sirens and everything going on what an idiot. and decided, oh, no, I'm going to go because I have a green light. I was like, yeah. oh, my you can't goodness. can't stupid now and duct tape. I know. Exactly. That's kind of what I thought about. I was yeah. like, what is that saying that Katie says? Yeah. Because this Katie, was stupid. You could muffle it a little yeah, bit, but, exactly. you but you can't fix it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tried the duct tape on. I had got one of these push mowers for the kids that blows bubbles. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we put the bubble. We haven't been used since last year, right? So okay. I brought it out this week and went to pull, and all the bubble stuff was coming out from underneath. And it's like, what? And so apparently there was two plugs. I don't know where they went. Yeah. So I dried it off, waited overnight and duct taped it and it held for a little bit longer, but it didn't hold hold. But oh well. Well, at least they got to play for a little yeah, bit, a little right? Bit. Yeah. An occasional bubble here and yeah. there. Hey, <laughs> you know, whatever. So yeah, the kids are still with us. They're leaving Friday though. Friday they're going back to Alaska. So then actually I don't have to wake up at five o'clock anymore. <laughs> I was going to say you can actually get some sleep. Oh, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Even though I'm not physically with it, I get, a, I go upstairs about six thirty, seven o'clock. But they wake up at five, and oh my they, by the time they're running through the house, and the yeah. dogs are barking, and everything else It's like, oh, I just can't. I just gonna see what anything happened <laughs> in the world, and watch the news for a little bit, see what the yeah. weather's gonna be, and then muddle on up there. So, but anyway, so yeah, so they're here. We can, 
We've been, uh, went to Como Park. Haven't been there for a long time. How was that? Oh, well, I looked, I wanted to ride the carousel. Yeah. That's my, you know, I go there and I'll re- ride it over and over yeah. and over <laughs> again. And anyway, so I was all excited. I got Will all excited, you know, the four-year-old. And uh, we get there and I looked online and they yeah. said it was open. Yeah. Guess what? It Not wasn't? Open. It was on Monday. Yeah, it was on Monday. Nope, wasn't open. And it's like, but it said, you know, I know in the right. fall that they're not open on Mondays. Yeah. I know that. Right. But anyway, so I was very disappointed. Wow. So anyway, so we they never went on rides before, so we put them oh, on the kitty rides. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's really not much to see at Como right now. They took out this, you know, the seal, the main seal pen, you know, in the center. Yeah. They went, okay, they that's took all that flattened. Out? And then the house or the house, the 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 plate, the food court thing, yeah, that's all gone. Where uh, Sparky would do his show, yeah. that's all gone. So I don't know what the plan for that huh. area is. Interesting. Yeah. So so uh, so yeah. don't go. And to they, Como. Oh, and then where they have the ducks. Yeah, where they have the ducks and the flamingos. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was all dry. No flamingos. No what? ducks. No nothing. So it was relatively, relatively kind of boring. But oh well. But the kids huh. got a big kick out of. It. That's why I said, oh heck, we're, oh then miniature golf. There used to be a house in the middle, and they said closed, but opening soon. So I don't get that. Huh. And so that's you, interesting. Where play? I, I don't. I don't get the whole thing. But you know, I, I applaud. They have done a lot with Como. I mean, I yeah. grew up at Como Park. I mean, from when they used to have the poor lions in those cages, and they just pace back and forth and base back and forth. You know. Yeah. And uh, and then because we, I lived up in Larpeter and Dale, so that's where we always either walked or rode our bikes to. That's where we spent right. our whole summer printing areas yeah. there around Como Lake. So I mean, the, the what they've done to that place is phenomenal, but um, but like I said, on the same token, it just seems like they're getting more commercialized. You know, the conservatory keeps getting bigger and bigger. That's right. taking up more. The, and the, the, where they have the animals, yeah, they you know the poor buffalo are in their little you know triangle, little, yeah, yeah you know, the ostriches, the yeah. giraffes. I would rather see them try to open spaces, you know, for them, for them to like roam right. around, yeah. So, but anyway, it is what it is, but. I was bummed about the carousel. Yes, yeah, the way Too it goes. Bad. Yep, yep. And this is Memorial Weekend. I want to thank all the veterans that are in my life that I know and all the ones that I don't know. Thank you for your service, uh, male or female, or or four legged, uh, four legged, because there's many four legged. Exactly. Also, so we're, that's for remembering Memorial Day this week. And we got some Memorial trivia, so hopefully, maybe you might know some. We'll see. So, but we're here live and in person, and because it is the last Sunday in uh, April, <laughs> I'm both. I wish it was April. I was like, because please. Because it gives you a whole other month. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, last Sunday in May, we have Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet, with us today. So if you've got a vet question, please uh, call in with that. And hopefully you're listening to us while you're uh, maybe not water skiing, but maybe sitting on the beach somewhere. And it's 5 o'clock somewhere, you know. So <laughs> yeah. And then I got my... So be careful with the questions. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so Carly will be here to, uh, taking your... Uh, your name and your phone number and your questions and then we'll be talking talking and then don't forget june 3rd that's next week oh lordy time flies when you're having fun uh next week we're going to be at urban tales on, on lindale now remember the parking situation is different there they're going to see if they can uh use a parking lot across the street from them but anyway i'm going to be doing my show live and in person at urban tales so please stop on out say hey uh, if you want to take a picture with me or if you want to show me your furry kid or you got a question for me, I'll be there from three to four. And then I'll be doing my show live from four to six. And then good old Alexis Thompson, the Shoreview psychic, is going to be there from four to six. So please uh, stop.
drop out and that should be for a donation. And this is all to benefit the Pinky, Pinky Swear Foundation, PinkySwear.org. And if you can't make it that day and you want to make a donation to Pinky Swear, please do. Just go to PinkySwear.org. And what that is, is an organization that um, Chipokas, uh, uh, Mitch was really, he was real sick and he died, I think, at nine or ten of cancer. And he wanted his dad to pinky swear that he would take care of families and kids with cancer. You know, like if your car breaks and um, you, you, don't, you don't have the funding to to pay for it, you could uh, uh, sign up with pinky swear or, you know, ask them and they can see if they can help you. Or you can't make groceries this week or, you know, what they're here for the little odds and ends. And then, uh, you know, to give presents to, like, you know, like Ronald McDonald's houses and, and places like that. So it's a really cool cause. And Nutrisource has tallied up to the, tallied up to the course or whatever you want to call it, whereas they are donating $1 million they, they for in, within five years. That's what their, their plan is. And so then uh, this can help if you can, uh, when you buy Nutrisource pet foods, a uh, dollar goes uh, per bag goes to the Pinky Square Foundation too. So buy Nutrisource, not only for the great food they are, but it also helps great causes. So, all right, we're going to run and then give a holler, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. Okay, we'll start out with the number one question, the very first thing, what was Memorial Day used to be called? We'll be right back. Yes, we're back. This is the Katie K9 show. Say, Carly, we got something to give away from Yes, from we Nutris, do. a new little package, right? Yeah, pretty what much. What is in the package? So, we have a bag of Nutrisource dog food and two bags of treats. All right. And the reason we're giving that out is because we want you all to come see Katie K9 and Alexis at Urban Tales Pet Supply on June 3rd, which right. is what we were just talking about. So, so should we make it? Did you know that at 3 o'clock every Memorial Day, that would be tomorrow, okay? Yeah. Okay, is that you're supposed to observe, make a deserve, an observance, you know, where you, you think of uh, who you have lost at a service It's like people, a moment of silence. A moment of silence or play taps or whatever at oh. 3 o'clock on Memorial Day. Interesting. I didn't know that. So in honor of the 3 o'clock thing, why don't we take caller number 3. Okay. Caller number 3, you get to win the uh, Nutrisource dog foods and Nutrisource treats. Yep. So please call in at 651-641-1071. That's 651 651- 641-1071. Third caller. And then also, too, we're still taking calls for yourself, from us, to us, I mean, <laughs> from us, uh, for either me or the obedience question. So we got holistic vet uh, Dr. Jessica Levy here. So you can call in a question to her also. All right. So the Dr. Jess, welcome once again. So how's your summer been going? Summer is awesome. Oh, there you go. Love summer. There you go. I'm okay with it. It's a little too hot. I don't like this hot stuff. What happened to our I've trivia been, question? I've been, oh, that's right. Thank you. Okay, what 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 did do you know this? Do you know what Memorial Day used to be called? Um, I think that it would be called Remembrance Day. Nope, no, nope. it was called Decoration Day. Oh, Decoration. That's Day. because Sorry. we're supposed to go decorate all the the graves and such like that of the uh, of the fallen soldiers soldiers that we know the veterans and oh, such that's like sad. that. So it used to be called uh, Memorial Day. Used to be called uh, Decoration Day. So as of, let's see, I know it's 1881, I think is the first one, but we'll look into that more as we get going. So anyway, so welcome. And so uh, I don't, about you and me, I'm, I think we were, we were just talking that. Please and tick, well, let's do talk ticks right now because I've been getting so many emails and calls that, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what stuff should I do. I don't want to use uh, the chemicals and da 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 So 
Anyway, so the first thing is, is that the problem, I, you know, like things that are chewable, things that, you know, you put in the pets, you know, for flea and tick control, mm-hmm. that bothers me because if there's a reaction, you are so screwed. Because mm-hmm. at least if there's a, you know, this spot, you could try to get it off. But when you give the chewies, so, and then also there's some too that are very toxic to cats too, right? Right. And plus, if you yourself are uh, have chemical sensitivities or environmental sensitivities, you should not be feeding those things to your dog. Okay. Because you can then re- have a reaction to your dog. So, yeah. <laughs> because the whole point is that you're feeding it to them and then it's working its way through their body and coming out through their pores and that's how it's killing bugs oh. that get on them. Okay. So it ends up on the surface of their body. So they're exuding this chemical onto their surface. So if you are chemi- chemically sensitive or have a child or somebody in your family who is... That's another good reason no, these are not the, to use these things. These are the chewable ones. The ones the that ones. you feed them and or the spot-ons. Okay. okay. Right, because you could definitely react to the spot-on uh-huh. thing, too. So Now, don't the ticks and the fleas have to bite the dog in ordinary to get a mouthful to die? I, I think for the oral ones, they do. For the ones you feed them, they do. But um, for the spot-ons, they yeah. just have to kind of crawl through it because now this agricultural chemical is now on the surface of your dog or cat. Okay. Um, And so basically, you know, I mean, ticks have kind of a hard shell. And so it does take them a while for the chemical to penetrate their shell and kill them. All right. Um, Yeah, I just I just kind of prefer to repel these things and to keep them from getting on my dogs in the first place. And so there's a lot of different ways to keep bugs off our dogs. Okay. so sorry. I got some. You got some. Okay. What's your favorite ones? Um, I, I use bug off garlic for my own dogs. Okay. So, I use that too. Springtime yeah, Inc. Yeah. Com. Made by springtime, springtimeinc.com. And it's a standardized garlic extract. So a lot of times people are like, oh, can I just feed my dog garlic? Well, then you'd have to ask like, you know, what variety is it? Where is it grown? What's the concentration of the active, whatever. I just prefer to purchase yeah. a standardized there you, go. you know, yep. garlic supplement that somebody else a lot has of put people together. hear that garlic is toxic to, to dogs. Yeah. In the in the study that was done where they uh, tried to prove that they were not actually successful in making any of the dogs sick. Oh, really? I posted that article on my Facebook page uh, a few months ago because oh, I wow. thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but their conclusion was still that, well, you know, garlic is is toxic regardless, even if we didn't get that result in the study. Really? Yeah, that's how science works these days. Oh, my it's a goodness. mysterious. Um, so, yeah, garlic is perfectly safe for dogs. The amount of garlic that it would take to, to poison a, a dog, like, for example, your average golden retriever would have to eat 12 heads of garlic, not, not cloves. Okay. Cloves are like the individual little pieces. Okay, yeah. But the head of garlic is oh, the, whole the whole thing. Bowl. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and, like, basically no dog would ever eat that eat much. That much yeah. So that also comes down to... Um, like I've seen some recommendations of, oh, just, you know, crush a clove of garlic and add it to your dog's food every day. I did an experiment on myself years ago, and I can't remember what the purpose of this was. That. But I ate a clove of garlic, raw garlic, every day. Wow. Yeah, heartburn. I love, heartburn. I, I love garlic, but I think that's a little bit too much for me. So, yeah, so I cannot recommend doing that to a dog because that just seems kind of harsh. But okay. I, I use the bug off garlic for my dogs. I would probably use different options if uh if my dogs could wear collars Mm -hmm. but because i have these dogs who are constantly playing and biting each other's heads and necks and constantly like play fighting with each other it's just not safe for them to wear collars okay because you know that brings me to the amber tick.com right uh, for the amber the uh, other and there's amberstonepet.com and there's 
Those are the people are having really good success. I've gotten yeah. some people that have gotten them, and they're just like, "Wow!" So I mean, that is phenomenal, right? And I've so, got- so these are amber collars. So what they are is they are collars. They are made of amber, like chunky amber beads. Amber is a tree resin that once it warms up against your skin or the dog's skin or the dog's fur, it is naturally insect repellent. Mm-hmm. So they look like dorky dog necklaces. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, it's very obvious. Like once you get it in the mail, you. Like, it's obvious that you would not attach your leash to this collar. Right. Yes. Because it looks kind of like a necklace. Yes. But it works. Yeah. So. I'm told. Because I got mine and, uh, but I don't, see, I stay out of tick territory. You know, I'm not going through the tall grass with my dogs, you know, during their heyday right now. Now that it's gotten so warm, they might lay back a little bit because they, you know, ticks love uh, warm days, cool nights. Mm -hmm. And now that it's been warm and warm, they're going to, you know, back off a little bit. Right. They go through a metamorphosis over the summer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, uh, but now what other ways? Now I like the diatomaceous earth or DE yep. food grade and then put it in a baby sock. And that's a one cell fossilized algae is what I understand. Mm-hmm. And so that you just pat, pat. And uh, I also deworm my horses with it and the barn cats with it. Mm-hmm. I also with the horses is it's a cup a day. With the barn cats, I think I'm trying to remember now what it is. Um, it, it, I, I mean, it's probably just a pinch. You yeah, no, I'm trying really to think. I use a little that. tiny scoop thing. Okay, yeah. but anyway, it makes it with uh, uh, not dry food, but canned food, and they eat it, so it mm-hmm. works all pretty good. Yeah, I have clients who have had really good success with the pet protector. Okay, what's that? So if you go to petprotector.org. That's where you purchase the pet protector. Okay. It is a... Was that the tag? It's a metal disc that you hang on your dog's collar. And it says on the website that it emits magnetic and scalar waves. And no, I do not know what those are. Yeah, see, I don't... Or how that would work. But the clients I had coming in all last year with the pet protector were not finding any ticks on their dogs. Wow. Wow. So I'm like, okay, whatever it is, it's obviously working through magic. Maybe they buy it at Hogwarts or something. Yeah. But hey, you know, if it works and it doesn't have any effect on the dog. Right. Yeah, no, because those, uh, the chew tag used to be another one too. Now it's called the zero bug zone tag. Oh, zero bug zone. Okay. Yeah. And so the website is just, you know, the number zero bug zone. Okay. Um, And uh, that also seems to be effective. So that is like a paper tag, like a square paper tag that has some sort of magnetic strip on it that also does something to bugs to keep them away. Um. But but yeah, I don't understand that tag with the metal, and I don't get that either. But to me, it's it's better than, um, you know, by any chemicals whatsoever. Now a yeah. lot of people think that can you most of these these natural ways uh, you can you know do one or all you, you right? Know, you, you can mix and match. You mix mm-hmm. them, yeah. Where the chemicals you can't because you that right. you're you're mixing with chemicals. Yeah, and I really like your idea too. So basically, my understanding is that any essential oil is insect repellent, mm-hmm. and so basically it doesn't have to be things like citronella that i personally cannot stand Stand. or (laughs) lavender which i I also can't stand i can't stand either but so basically what i tell people is you find an essential oil that does not repel your dog Mm. right right so find an essential oil that when you pull it out of your kit and open the lid the dog doesn't leave the room like i can't stand you're right and then now you're putting it on me and i can't get away from it. exactly so find one that doesn't repel them and then you put a couple of drops on a bandana Mm -hmm. this i think this is such a genius idea you come up with so you tie bandana that fits your dog's neck Put the put a couple of drops of the essential oil in it. Put it in as a block bag overnight yep. so that it saturates. And then in the morning, you know, when the dog goes outside, you toss it over their head. And then when they come back in the house, take it off so <laughs> that they're not constantly surrounded Smelling. by this heavy duty odor of the essential oil. Because yep. dogs are basically noses. Oh, yeah. That is what they're there for. They are there to smell the world. Yep. Yep. 
So that and then way also too, you can boil four uh, lemons, cut up lemons into four cups of uh, water, boil it, and bring it to boil it, boil for a little, I don't know, a minute or so, and then turn it off uh, and let it steep overnight. And then strain it the next morning, put it in a spray bottle, and that creates D-limazine. So you could do... Uh, right, and essentially you're making uh, lemon essential oil. Yep, yep. So you could do that. And then the diatomaceous earth in the baby sock, pat, pat, it'll pat in the back of the neck where the shoulders, the back of the neck and shoulders in the chest, under the chin chest, and where the tail and the butt meet is where I mm-hmm. tell everybody to... To pat, yeah, and, and you just put it in a bedding too. You know, pat their bedding so if the mm-hmm. if somebody it travels in with them <laughs> mm-hmm. and they go lay down on their bed, that you know it'll catch. Yeah, them in so the, the diatomaceous earth scrapes the surface of the insects right. and of the ticks and kills them. Well, what it does, it dehydrate. Yeah, it scrapes yeah. the shell, so they they dehydrate. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so so there's so many ways to do, it, but I don't I don't know why people just insist on doing these. Know the chemicals that drives well, I think me it's nuts. Just cause, yeah, because not. And then if they not find one tick, they're, they're, you're getting a phone call or email or whatever. I found a tick. I Everybody know. wants to make sure they don't ever see a tick or whatever. And so that's not what reality is. I, I picked two off of me so far. It's like, oh well. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't yeah, get why I, people. Yeah. Just, I, had, I had another one of those this morning, and basically, it's like, you know what? This this is not a life threatening emergency. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just you're right. This time of year, keep a. a a little bottle of rubbing alcohol, you know, around. So when you find a tick, you can just drop it, you know, drop it in the rubbing alcohol, you know. So then that way, you know, people are running around with, you know, wor- uh, oh, uh, you know. I usually just put them in the toilet. Oh yeah, but eventually, eventually, you- eventually it'll get flushed. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I do. I, I, I do it. All right. Uh, let's see some formal or observance of Memorial Day. What's one of the main ones where you can absorb mem- observe Memorial Day? But we'll be right back. Hey, hey, you bet. Okay, what is one way of uh, of observance? There's two main things that people do on uh, to observe Memorial Day. What is one? Do you have any idea, Carly? Um, I would say th- go to the cemetery and put flags down. Yep, that's yes. one of them. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Do you have an okay. There's one more. That, well, uh, they, there's several, but these are the top two. Well, see, uh, do you have an idea? No, that was my idea. Oh, yeah, okay. that, that's the only one I know of. Red poppies. Oh, in honor yes. of those who Actually, died serving the United States during the war. Red that makes poppies. sense. I should have known that because my uncle had a red poppy on his hat yesterday. Yep. So yep. that mm, okay. So flags on graves, and then flags also in your yard. Yeah, you know, type thing. And oh. uh, so, and then red poppies. Yeah, I used to sell that when I was more involved with the Women's Auxiliary of the Hugo Legion. I would I'd do my little stint at the gas station. Poppies, 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 poppies for sale. <laughs> poppies. Everybody knew me. I just, yeah. I'd bully them, and people all of a sudden, one person buying five. You know, yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's, but don't it? Uh, it uh, uh, the proceeds go to the you know American Legion. Yeah. so it's like you know, it's a donation. Yep. But anyway, okay. So basically, the bottom line is, uh, you know, the now a couple of them without naming names, so we don't get sued. But uh, the the you know the ones that go in the for flea and tick control is uh, you're taking you're really rolling a crapshoot with that as far as your animal having a uh, a reaction to it, right, Jess? Yes, because there, there's no antidote for those things. Right, and so if they crash and burn, you just got to sit and watch, right? Um, yeah, I mean, you would do supportive care if, if all you have is conventional medicine, if you have, you know, homeopathy, then there's other things that okay. you would do. Okay, okay. All right, let's head to the phones and get a, get a phone call. Oh, she's on the phone, <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> But uh, okay, so then now, uh, so some of the websites are like the Amber Tick for that for the collar, uh, AmberTick.com. Okay, you had one. 
Amberstonepet.com is Amberstone, another one. Okay, and then for the bug off, to, for the bug, and I use that for my horses too. Uh, yeah, the so springtimeinc.com, I-N-C. Yep, springtimeinc.com. Okay. Springtime is a really nice company. Yes, it is. Very nice. Oh, yeah, I get a lot of their stuff. Um, and one of my clients was telling me, I think Dr. Mercola sells uh, a tick remover device for people who are too nervous about actually physically touching the tick themselves. Okay. And they said that it was very easy to use and very smooth. And it was something about you kind of fit it around the tick and then you just twist and the tick gently slides Oh, yeah, out. I've seen that. Because a lot of times people are worried about pulling the tick out and potentially leaving the, the head, head in. Get a lot of calls about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just tell them to put a little peroxide on it. That's really? what I do. Yeah, what do you do? Well, I don't know. The head's not going to survive without the body. body right. And then eventually, you know, your body They're going to have a scab. They're going to have a scab. Yeah, yeah they can have going. a scab anyway. So oh, right, exactly. Yeah, so basically ticks... Ticks can leave a nasty bite. Yes. It is quite common. Sometimes people are like, oh, my God, I pulled a tick off, and now it looks all swollen, and it looks like there's pus there. Uh, yeah, tick bites are toxic. Yeah. You can have quite a reaction to a tick bite. I'll tell people, okay, you know, split some uh, vinegar and water half and half and dab that on there or kind of sponge it on okay. there with a cotton ball. Vinegar is antiseptic. It's drying. Oh, okay. So that will kind of reduce the inflammation. But basically... You want that reaction to happen because that's the body getting rid of the toxin from the tick bite. Okay. You can see tick bite paralysis where dogs actually become paralyzed because they have a tick attached to them. Oh, okay. And you, sometimes it's gradual because we don't realize a lot of times that there's a little tick on our dog that's feeding and growing into a big tick. Right. And then when you pull the tick off, then the paralysis usually resolves within 24 hours. Oh, okay. It's not Lyme disease. Okay. This is strictly a reaction to the toxin in the tick bite, and you can see all kinds of reactions. Okay. Sometimes people think, oh, my God, I pulled a tick off my dog. Should I put my dog on antibiotics? Should I have them tested for Lyme disease? And the answers, of course, are no, no and no, no. And no. <laughs> because you're not going to develop Lyme disease overnight, so there's no point in testing. The tests are poor. Like the only tests that we have are looking for antibodies. And then you don't know, did my dog already have antibodies to Lyme disease? Is this new? Right. Is it, you know, there are some tests that supposedly can differentiate between your own antibodies. And if the dog was vaccinated for Lyme disease, he's going to have antibodies as well. Right. So it's, it can be quite difficult to diagnose, but usually there have to be clinical signs, but you're not going to develop clinical signs the day after you get bitten by a tick. How long does it show, take once you get bitten by a tick? I don't think there's any rules. Oh, okay. Say three okay. weeks till forever. Okay. I don't know. So um, I um, actually uh, went to see a doctor a couple of weeks ago, and so we had a conversation about this because my naturopath is treating me for Lyme disease. Oh, my. Which she diagnosed based on muscle testing. Okay. Which I said to the doctor is about as good as any method of diagnosing Lyme disease because it is so difficult to diagnose. Yes. And the available tests are not definitive and the doctor said to me yes you are right she said basically if you don't test people within like the first three weeks of them developing symptoms they will all test negative and really? yet they still have lyme disease really that's for humans wow and so for dogs we're kind of in the same rut it's very difficult to diagnose i'll be day and what's antiplasmosis Anaplasmosis. <laughs> what did I say yeah <laughs> and anaplasma is just a different kind of organism Okay, and it's, it's a another disease. thing. It's not a bacteria. It's okay. an anaplasma. Okay, it's another tick-borne and, disease. Uh, yes. What are what are some signs if your dog might have that? Ah, uh, you know the most common sign is malaise. What's that? Malaise is I don't feel so great. 
What do you mean? So they just seem off? Uh-huh. Really? And like, would we even notice, right? Really? Right, because the signs in humans are headache, dizziness, nausea. All right. All so right. so this is what in veterinary medicine we call ADR. This is when people bring their dog to the vet because it's ADR. ADR uh, honestly stands for ain't doing right. I ain't doing right. <laughs> it works and that for is me. a very common presentation. And then now, you have do you to have do to some t- investigating to try to figure out what's wrong do with that. Do you have them. to test for that? Um, yes. I mean, if you did a complete blood profile, would it show up? No. Okay. No. So then how can we find? So, so there, the tabletop test, the 4DX will show antibodies to anaplasma, which again, does not answer the question. Is this anaplasmosis? Is this what is making my dog ill? For anaplasma, there is a PCR test. So it actually is a more accurate test looking for the presence of anaplasma. But you're not going to get the results next day. Okay. And so in the meantime, you still have to, like, basically, you have to look at the results of your blood test, and you have to look at your patient, and you have to be able to come to the conclusion that... What is it treated with? Doxycycline, too? Yeah. Okay. Well, if if you're doing conventional medicine, yes. Okay. But you basically have to be able to look at your patient, look at your blood test, and come to the conclusion that this is probably a tick-borne disease. Mm-hmm. Whether or not the 4DX test turns positive or not. Okay. But, you know, but it, tick-borne diseases have common clinical signs, right? So they cause your patients to not feel well. They might have a fever. They're going to lose their appetite. They might have abnormalities in the red blood cell levels and or platelet levels. Okay. Um, there could be elevations in liver enzymes. Okay. So you have to kind of put the whole scenario together. Okay. And then it's just treated with, you know, to me, I guess... I, with, if, especially if you got a, a huge outdoor dog uh-huh. that, and you're outdoor a lot, that just being tra- treated with doxycycline once a year would make sense to me. Oh, it doesn't. Why? It doesn't. Because I think that's, that's the problem. So a lot of people freak out when I tell them that my naturopath is treating me for Lyme disease because, mm. you know, in humans, it has such an association with causing chronic illness. Right. I've had people tell me that their dogs died from having Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can never quite clear it. You can't really get rid of it. And my feeling is that, yeah, if you're using doxycycline as your treatment, and if you're not thinking about, oh, I need to uh, do something about my immune system. Mm-hmm. I need to get my body back on track. I need to take care of the organisms in my dog that are going to, you know, I need to get those white blood cells mobilized. I need to okay. do everything that's going to help them get rid of this organism as opposed to, oh, we'll just use doxycycline, which will ah, kill it. Okay. So, so it be, you know, so there, that's where I think uh, my patients don't end up with chronic symptoms because I use a holistic approach as opposed to just saying, well, let's use doxycycline and kill the bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's where people can get up in this, get caught up in this cycle of chronic illness. If you're, if you're just using antibiotics, it's not going to be enough. Ah, and then obviously anytime you're on an antibiotic, you got to be at a probiotic too. Ideally, yes. Yes, because you and you don't give it to them at the same time because then they cancel each other out directly. So you got to right. space it out from there. All right. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. Um, we only have about a minute to. But, but so let's, so let's. So let's what? Let's do trivia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Or give me some facts about Memorial Day. Oh, there you go. What there was you. the first answer to the one? Because I was on the phone. What? The oh, first Memorial Day? Day? Yeah. It was called Decoration Day. Oh. It was called Decoration in 1882. Oh. Okay. Okay. 
But the older name didn't disappear until World War II. Federal law declared Memorial Day their official name in 1967. Wow. There you go. Calling Memorial Day a national holiday is a bit misnomer. While there are 10 federal holidays created by Congress, including Memorial Day, they apply only to federal employees and District of Columbia. Federal Memorial Day established in 1888 allowed Civil War veterans, many of whom were drawing a government paycheck to honor their fallen comrades without being docked a a day's pay. Okay, then. There you go. I like that. For the rest of us, our holidays were enacted state by state. New York was the first to designate Memorial Day as a legal holiday. Oh. In 1873. Okay. Most northern states followed suit by by 1890s. The states of former Confederacy were less unenthusiastic about this. <laughs> about a okay. holiday of yeah. yeah, that uh, makes yep. kind of sense. Boy, you know what's uh, unreal is the um, the people that have d- d- died in the war, you know, the, the first wars. Yeah. So hold on, let me flip over here. Oh, no, what happened to that page? Let's, let's go to break and you can tell us when we come back. I lost that page. Well, you can find I it. I need that page. You can find it. I don't sound like my grandson. <laughs> this is what he sounds like every morning. But I don't want that. But anyway, so. Okay, we'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Okay, Civil War. You ready for this? How many people died in the Civil War? Hold on to your wigs and keys, okay? Approximately 620,000 Americans died. The Union lost 365 troops, and the Confederacy lost about 260. 365,000 for the Union, 260,000 for the Confederacy. But, you know what the side note of that is? What? More, more than half of those deaths were caused by disease. Oh. Not by the war itself. No, not by actual combat. That's something, but the Civil War. Interesting. 20,000 Americans died. That's a lot of people. That is. That's that crazy. is. That's too many. I know. That's <laughs> a lot of veterans. I'll tell you. Okay, let's head to the phones now. we got some people that are patiently... Oh, before we do that, who was the winner of the basket? Well, funny you should say that, because we're actually going... That's our first caller. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you so go. it's Susie, and Susie just has a question about her cat's diet. All right. And she just won dog And food. she just won, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Susie. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Good, good. What can we do for you? Well, I have a 21-year-old cat. Wow. Joe. Or also known as the sacred gato. Okay. And she's doing pretty good. Feed her good, grain free, dry, and wet food. Okay. But I'm wondering what else can I do to squeeze as much life out of her as I can? What do you think? Well, personally, I would put her totally on a grain-free can. I wouldn't even give her any dry whatsoever. I would also put some, mix some raw in there or get some freeze-dried. You know, they've got out for the cats nowadays. I would work that into her food, you know, and just try to stay off that dry, especially for older cats. You know, that's why most cats throw up is from drinking or eating the, the dry stuff, and their system just cannot drink enough to compensate for the dry matter. So, but I'd say some raw, some formula. I, I feed raw bistro to my cats, not on a regular basis. You know, two, three days a week, they'll get some of that. But now they're getting the mice like crazy. So, you know, they're getting plenty of raw. <laughs> Dr. Jess, okay. you have any supplements or anything for them? Um, I think, you know, I mean, food is the most important thing. So I agree. I would get rid of the dry food and start introducing some raw food. And basically, some cats will get really turned off if you try to mix raw food in with their canned food okay so what i suggest is just put the raw food in the dish and put the canned food on top of it 
Oh, okay. And like kind of let them discover it on their own. Oh, okay. Because even that will have some health benefits for them, oddly enough, even if they don't eat much of the raw food. Oh, okay. So you just put like, you know, maybe even start with half a teaspoon of raw food in the bottom of the dish and just put canned food on top okay. of it. Because um, if you mix it in, a lot of cats will just boycott their food the completely yeah. and true. you don't want that. And the other thing is, you know, as cats get older, they sometimes get pickier about their diet. So novelty. Novelty is the older cat's best friend. What? Go buy different foods, different brands, different manufacturers, different proteins. Oh, okay. Open a different can every day. Okay. And that I, I do try to mix it up. I have two other cats that are much younger. But what about a probiotic? Absolutely. Absolutely a good idea. And in fact, um, there's like probiotic enzyme combinations that I think are really valuable. To, uh, the enzymes are really important to help keep the pancreas functioning. So I would definitely add something like that. Now, if you get something that's made for dogs and cats, a lot of times the instructions really are geared towards dogs. And so they'll say something like, up to 25 pounds, right. you know, give a quarter teaspoon, which, trust me, it looks like a lot when you get out that quarter teaspoon measuring spoon. So I would just use a pinch. You don't really need much more than that for cats. If you have a probiotic that you take yourself and it's in a capsule, you can start opening right. a capsule and tapping out a little bit into the cat's food so that you're not oh. overwhelming them with a full capsule of probiotic. And all then you at can once. take the rest. Yeah, and oh. then, then you take the rest. And the other thing is that really anybody can be sensitive to anything. And so it could be that when, you know, if you put any probiotic, even if it's something that's made for cats and your cat is like, oh, heck no, I am not eating that. <laughs> it could be that it tastes bad for them to whatever reason, and you just have to respect and honor that and not say, oh, kitty, I'm going to make you eat this yeah. regardless. No. So another, no. another thing that I use for cats a lot is standard process feline whole body support, uh, which is a whole food supplement that is made for cats. So it, it has a lot of animal organ ingredients, and it really truly will help support their neurological system, their joints as they get older, their livers, their kidneys. It kind of covers you for everything. It's called Whole Body Support by Standard Process. And it's Can a, you get that online too? Um, I'm not sure. Standard Process is typically sold through healthcare providers. Um, they also sell it uh, at the health food store in White Bear Lake. That's the price. And at um, the Northwestern College of whatever the northwestern health sciences university down in bloomington they have it in their student bookstore i do take standard process supplements through my chiropractor oh yeah you oh, did. Well, yep. just get it from your chiropractor yeah, you always do is have them order it for you yeah and so the the cat stuff comes as tablets and so typically like you could put down a, a tablet and see if the cat will just eat it because some of them will just eat it yeah. as a treat yeah and if they won't then shave off a little tiny bit with your fingernail and start adding it to their canned food and see if you can, you know, get her to eat it that way. But okay. that, I think, is one of the best Sounds products good. made for cats. Yeah. Okay, well, congratulations on a 21-year-old. I'm no impressed. kidding. You're doing something right, so keep doing it. Yeah, lots of love. Yeah, keep the Excellent. other ones up going so that you can get them to 22. My oldest one was uh, Mittens at 25. Lost yeah. two at 25, wow. yeah, so... But well, okay. thanks for the call, kiddo. Have a grand day. Enjoy Memorial Day. You too. Bye okay. bye. Bye bye. Yes, uh, that's uh, the standard process is really a huge. Yeah. 
uh, huge for for that for people and for our animals mm-hmm. and you know dog stuff and such like that. You were mentioning their iplex for what joint problems I-plex? for dogs? Yeah, is it iplex? No, iplex is for eyes. Okay, well what, what? The, there was there's a canine flex support for dogs. Okay, no, there was something of. I don't know. Uh, for for joint mobility that they may yeah. Wapiti Labs has their mobility that's phenomenal yeah. too. But anyway, okay. Uh let's see. Uh let's go to the call. Oh, hey, if you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, who's up to bat? Okay, we're gonna talk to Andy. And Andy has a question about his dog who's a picky eater. All right. Hi Andy, how you doing? Uh hi Katie and Dr. Jess. Doing well. Good, good, and good. I want, to, I want to give a shout out to my family who's listening because they, they love to listen to you guys too. All right. Hey, family. <laughs> Are you all floating on the lake today? <laughs> We're driving home from the lake. So oh, do I, why are you coming home today? Oh, I know. I, I don't know why. Uh, that's what is it? You know, unless you're going to cemetery hopping tomorrow, you know. So, yeah, but, maybe so. Maybe so. There you we go. Some, What's the traffic like? What are you What are you coming in on? Uh, we're coming in on 35 from uh, from Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. So oh, from Balsam? Pretty good. We're, oh, okay. We're driving in separate vehicles, see, so I'm calling and they're listening. Ah, that's pretty uh-huh. funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. And they have the dog in their car. I hope he's listening, too. Go there. Get your ears on. Get the ears on. All he's right. big ears. So what so kind of dog? He's a weenie. Oh, he's a weenie. Yeah. He's one year old. Okay. And, and uh, all he really wants to eat is meat. So we've tried so many different kinds of grain-free foods with different kind of veggies in them. We've tried even, you know, canned uh, pumpkin and stuff, and he'll only eat meat. We we've, we found some kind of brand the other day that was just meat. We didn't realize it was just an additive. We read the fine print on the label. It said, oh, this is just an additive. You're supposed to add other stuff to it, but he will eat around anything you put in. Uh, you know, oh, he'll, oh, oh, he'll yeah. spit it right out. You yeah. know, if you put in kibble or carrots or anything. Right, and so, so yeah, it's so it's important for you to know that for, for raw foods, the raw food companies that are doing it right, that are not adding a whole bunch of synthetic ingredients to their foods, they must put on the label for supplemental feeding only, not a complete diet. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. So it, it doesn't, you can feed your dog just that and be perfectly safe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, can That's you hold, amazing. Andy, can you hold on because we got to run to the big break. So hold on again. Drive safely. You shouldn't be driving and talking. But... I'm not driving. Oh, good. Now. Okay. Yeah. So hold yeah. on. We'll get right back to you. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.